Before we start this week's episode of Just Saying, we'd like to introduce you to our Riveter. What began as two military spouses armed with a big idea, a sewing machine, and a canvas has grown into a bold movement that provides portable careers to military spouses. To learn more and shop these handcrafted bags, please visit ourriveter.com. Use code BRIEF at checkout for 15% off all signature collection items. Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick, and I'm your host here. And I'm going to try to answer the question, is brevity a better way to influence on today's podcast? If you're new to the podcast, I'm super happy that you're here, that you found us. And if you've been here before, I'm elated that you come back, that, you've been, that you're, li- an act- you're listening to us, that you're following along, that you're trying to become an intentional communicator, which is the reason why I started the podcast in the first place. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. That came out in 2013. And I've also written a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. And that came out in, at the end of 2019. And I've set out on this podcast to help you be clear and concise when others can't, to be intentional, to think first and then communicate, to be more powerful. And when I do this podcast, one of the cool things is now that we're in our, in our sixth season, is to start to see an increase in requests for episodes. So I'm going to encourage you to do that. If you have a topic you want me to talk about, send an email to info at thebrieflab.com, and those emails get sent right to me, so a direct line. I don't have to go through 17 layers of management. And we're a small company, and but we have an outsized impact in the people that we reach, both corporate and military and government clients all over the place that, that listen to this to get better. And... I take those requests seriously. I, I, I did one recently on, you know, what happens if my boss isn't brief? And that was a fun one to do because it's, a, it's one that many people struggle with. And so I would really, really encourage you to, to suggest a topic. Maybe there's something that happened to you you struggle with, or you notice it's something that has been missing in our lineup of topics. Please, please, please send an, uh, an email to info at thebrieflab.com, and I'll get that for sure. So today's uh, episode is one of those. Um, I got word from that a lot of our corporate clients are really talking about influence. And um, our, this is a topic. Maybe it's a buzzword. I don't know. But it's like, that's the big word of the day. And could you do a podcast on brevity? And is brevity a source of influence? Can you use less as more? And I think the immediate answer is yes. But I think we want to go deeper into like, how do we use concise communication as a source as a tool of influence in a proper way. And of course, one of the first things that I did is, you know, I look at the word, I'm like, what does that word mean? So I just looked it up and it's defined as, um, I went to dictionary.com, the capacity or power of persons or things to be a compelling force on or produce effects on the actions, behavior, opinions, etc., of others. And the example is he used family influence to get the contract. Okay, so it's getting people to, to act and think differently. And how is brevity, concise and clear communication, being precise, a force of that influence? Um, so when I was asked to do this podcast, I immediately went back to the second episode. I did this already. And, that, and it's sort of, but not really. 
The topic is called Shining Too Much Light on a Big Idea. And in that episode, I would like you to listen to that again, or if you haven't heard it, listen to it for the first time, because it was the second episode. And I recall almost exactly what I said in the episode. The idea is I can have an idea that I'm really excited about, but I shine too much light on it. I get too amped, too excited, to the detriment of a person actually seeing the idea. And the analogy that I would suggest is, you know, a person who's really, really, really excited. I call this like, for startups, the entrepreneur's dilemma. You know, I'm so excited and you're talking to everybody and you talk too much to the point that people don't actually understand your idea. So you have to throttle back. You have to practice some restraint. You're shining too much light on the idea. It's, 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 I can't see it anymore. I would, I would highly encourage you to re-listen to that episode because there's some goodness in that. There's some insights that you could, I could think can really help you or maybe people that work with you as you share these. Um, you know, this, this whole idea of influence is important. Um, what we say, though, I think the underlying thing and the, the request for this podcast episode was what we say or don't say can shape others in a good or bad way. So the level and in, in, in the way we communicate with them can be too much or too little, to great effect or to, a, to our detriment. And we, you know, how do we use this to our advantage? So in tackling this, I just I, I immediately start thinking about, you know, when you think about being brief, it's not a timestamp, like it's a minute and two seconds or it's five minutes. It's what feels less. It's clear. It's, cons- it's shorter. It makes sense. It requires minimal um, mental energy to understand what I'm saying. Uh it just gets at the point quickly, um, consistently, predictably. So to be brief means to have that power of I'm I'm giving you a recommendation. I'm sharing an idea. I'm I'm I'm, I'm proposing a new approach, and am I doing so in a way that's effective? It's helping change your opinion or your behavior or how you how you act. And that's really the question of being an effective communicator is how do I know that what I'm saying is, a, is working? At its core, that's what it means. The whole podcast is about being a clear and concise communicator so that things get done. And part of that is how people is to influence or shape how they think, how they feel, and how they act in, in ways that we have, we've influenced, we've directed in some way. Um, I want you to think about and I've, I've mentioned this in previous podcasts, that to be a clear communicator, we, 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 I make the comparison between clarity and comedy. And I did a podcast on this not so long ago. Maybe it actually was long ago. But the parallels, in comedy, there's this predictable path that I lead you towards humor, where a person laughs. There's this buildup and a release of laughter. And you think about it in a way that leads a person towards humor where they would actually laugh. And you know it's effective because you hear people laugh. And sometimes they really laugh and sometimes they sort of laugh. Or if you tell dad jokes, they kind of painfully laugh, like in my case. So when you think about clarity, it's the same way, but how do you know you're effective? This is actually one of the most difficult questions I ask in our courses when we go through exercises, is at the end of an exercise, how do you know what you said was effective? And I go back and repeat it. I want to know how do you know that it was effective, not how do you hope it was effective. 
Knowing and hoping are very different things. I can want to be clear, but that doesn't mean I was clear. So we're looking for signs of its effect. Influence is a very ambiguous gray area for a lot of people. How do I know I'm influencing people? Well, one of the things that I want you to think about is that people get it. They get what you're saying. Now, in comedy, when you tell a joke, you get the joke. In clarity, it's the same way. I want people, how can I say the minimal amount of things that a person can go from not understanding to I get what you're talking about? Now, when you do that, a person gets it, meaning they understand what you're saying, and then they want to do it. You can't skip that step. What people do is they skip that step and they try to, they try to influence, they try to coerce or persuade, and we're not talking about that. It's not coercion, okay? It's, 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 it's different. So is brevity a better way to influence? Yes. I'm going to walk you through four different insights about this, though, that can help you. Categorically, there are in the, the category of preparation, listening, telling, and trusting. And what I've done to, to help me is I've just done a little research on quotes that I think might be helpful. So let's start first in the area of preparation. So the basic point here is be thoughtful, think first. Okay, so here's the quote. It's by Napoleon Hill. Think twice before you speak because your words and influence will plant the seed of either success or failure in the mind of another. So the point here, the underlying point in the quote is think first before you speak. What are you thinking about? You're preparing what you're going to say, but you're also preparing who you're saying it to. You got to think about that. If you want to influence a person, you need to think carefully about the things that you're going to say and the person that you're talking to. So it's it's much as knowing the message that you're going to share as the as the the person you're going to deliver it to. So be thoughtful, think first. It's the first quote. Okay, the second one, this is around hearing. So the point here is there's an incredible power in present listening. Here's the quote, and it's by John Marshall. To listen well is as powerful a means of communication and influence as to talk well. I'm going to say that again. To listen well is as powerful a means of communication and influence as to talk well. What I want you to start to think about is you have to be good at hearing and listening to people, hearing what they say, hearing how they responded, noticing and listening to the reactions of what was said. So it's, it's not what you're saying, it's what you're hearing that matters. And we do exercises in our course, and it's all based on, um, there's a chapter in, in Noise called Present Listening, and it's the play on the word present is present in the moment now, and the gift, the present, the gift of my undivided attention. Well, when you exercise that listening and open up a lot till you start to notice and see and really get deeper into what matters to people. And it's all in listening. We think that influence is what we say, but we're missing what people are thinking and saying. You can't shape a person's thoughts, attitudes, behaviors, and actions if you haven't noticed them. And when and where do you notice them? In conversations when you don't say anything, you're actually listening. And I would highly recommend that there's a power, an incredible power in that, what I'll call present listening. That's the second point. Let's go into the third one. This is around telling, not selling. It's a saying that we use at the Brief Lab. Tell me, don't sell me. 
The point here is let people choose, don't coerce them. And the quote is by Ken Blanchard. The key to successful leadership today is influence, not authority. Said that again, the key to successful leadership today is influence, not authority. And I think this is the underlying drive of the request for the podcast. We live in an age where people want to, pulling the authority card doesn't work. I'm your boss and you're your boss's boss and I'm going to pay, I'm your commander and you got to listen to me. And like, that doesn't move people. People have a very sort of an innate conscious and subconscious ability to ignore that. You know, maybe to their detriment, but it's like pulling the authority card, is that, does that really work? No, influence works, but how do you, how do you get to a decision? You got to create buy-in with a lot of people. You got, you got to get people on board. You got to influence them, shape them. Well, so that ultimately when the decision comes to the decision maker, the person in authority, that this influence is the, is the, is the force. Um, and that's the, you know, the power of people to, to be a compelling force. That was the definition we used earlier. Um, on a person's thoughts and attitudes and behaviors and, and actions. So the, the, the guidance that we use is tell me, don't sell me. When you're telling a person your role is to inform or explain, um, when you think mistakenly that your role is to convince or persuade or coerce, you trigger in people's listening um, an immediate reaction to shut down, to resist, to push back. I'm going to try to convince you to do this, to take on this behavior. You can do it. It's not effective at all. In fact, it creates a shrinking, a shrinking in people's listening. They stop listening. Think about when a person tries to convince you. Are you open? Do you want them to do that? Of course you don't. So tell them, don't sell them is the guidance. I would definitely adhere to that. And then last, our final point is on trust. Okay, trusting that less is more. And the point here is selflessness leaves something great behind. I'm going to be selfless. There's some humility here. And the quote is by um, Emerson. The best effort of a fine person is felt after we have left their presence. So when you think about influence, I want you to trust that less is more. Stop thinking of that everything that I'm saying and the amount and sheer volume of what I'm saying is going to actually change anything. Think that I need to say what I need to say. I need to know in listening what matters to other people. I need to be responsible for telling them in clear, in uncertain terms, just very, you know, precise terms what I'm talking about. But trust that when I walk away, that if they've heard what I've heard, then it's planting a seed that can grow, that can help shape and influence them. So that's it. That's, that's our take. Is brevity a better way to influence? Yes. Actually, the best way is by example. So I just want you to make sure your words have impact by saying only as much as need, needs to be said. Never an ounce more. Just saying.